1: Life, culture, and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision.
0: As we do on a Tuesday, good to get an update on that breaking news that is coming out of the Middle East, and especially as it impacts on the nation of Israel. Ron Ross, our Middle East reporter, back with us. Hello, Ron. Welcome back. Thanks, Bill. Uh, Ron, significant things happening, and while we're all anticipating the visit of Benjamin Netanyahu to Australia, uh, perhaps in this next couple of weeks, he's actually visited the British Prime Minister for discussions about settlements and trade in their first meeting in London.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's strange to be talking about this midway because in their first day's meeting, which was yesterday. Uh, They were talking about bilateral cooperation, of course, uh, with Great Britain moving into what we now call Brexit. There was much talk of uh, trade. What I thought was very interesting in reading between the lines was the British Prime Minister Theresa May uh, was quite happy to talk about a two-state solution to peace. But Netanyahu avoided the two-state reference. He said Israel shares a desire for peace, though he didn't mention two states. And it seems to me in recent months uh, he's been moving away from a two-state solution altogether. I don't know if he's been encouraged by Donald Trump to go this way. uh, But he warned that uh, any area given to the Palestinians would only provide a front line for Iran in the Middle East. Uh, He said, I don't have any conditions on entering into negotiations, but he didn't expand any further. Uh, He's coming out here later this month, and I found a website uh, over the last couple of days uh, where people are trying to organise protests about his visit. Um, He's used to that, of course. Uh, But very interesting to me to see that there are those in Australia who who want to protest the visit of the Prime Minister of Israel.
0: It'll be very interesting uh, to monitor a number of things as you're raising them, Ron, Uh, when he's visiting the US and he's visiting Australia, uh, how his reaction is to those proposals for a two-state solution. And as you say, uh, where there are organised protests, Uh, The idea that there might be an anti-Semitic-style movement in Australia could be very interesting to monitor along and no doubt we'll have some commentary on those things as news continues and begins to break uh, with his visit to Australia. Uh, Let's talk about uh, some other things that are going on with Israel. Israel has nabbed a terror gang who were plotting attacks and kidnapping. What's the story?
1: Yeah, the Israel Security Forces uncovered a series of plots Uh, which were targeting towns in the north of Israel. In a joint operation of the IDF, Israel Police and Shin Bet Internal Security Agency, a terrorist gang from the Palestinian Authority area was uncovered and captured before they were able to strike. The terror cell was reportedly part of a large operation in the Hebron area, directed by Hamas terror regime in Gaza. During interrogation by Shin Bet agents it was revealed that members of the cell used Facebook to communicate with their Hamas handlers in Gaza.
0: Interestingly, Ron, where there is a conflict, uh, the conflict continues on, even though it may not be a major conflict, but uh, Israel doesn't hold back uh, when it has been under attack and there's been some air force uh, hits on Hamas in Gaza.
1: Yeah, there were some uh, uh, rockets fired by Hamas into Israel. Uh, They landed on open land. They didn't uh, kill anybody. But the Israel Air Force struck three Hamas positions in Gaza on Monday in their latest uh, Israel uh, retaliation for rocket fire. Early on Monday, an IDF tank fired, destroyed a Hamas position in the northern Gaza Strip. Interesting to note that Hamas has reported that a senior member of the group's military wing, the Azadin al qassam Brigade, was killed in, a, in an explosion in Gaza on Saturday night. Uh, so certainly the uh, brutality and fighting continues.
0: Well, a little further to the north, uh, let's turn some attention to Syria, where leaders are meeting to consider uh, a further ceasefire in Syria.
1: Yeah, these are experts from Russia, Turkey, Iran and the United Nations They're holding a technical meeting in Kazakhstan's capital, Astana, to discuss the implementation of the Syrian ceasefire agreement. A spokesman said that representatives of Jordan are expected to take part for the first time. Russia, Turkey and Iran have been trying to shore up a shaky ceasefire after almost six years of fighting in Syria that's killed at least... 400,000 people, and, of course, displaced millions. Russia has been backing Syrian President Bashar al-Assad, while Iran is the patron of Hezbollah, which also supports Assad. It's a precarious uh, uh, position, but we do hope that the strength of uh, Trump's attitude and uh, the support he's trying to get from Russia might lead to some sort of ceasefire in Syria very soon.
0: Let's talk about Trump's travel ban in the U.S. and the idea of keeping out militant extremist terrorists from the United States. But The Arab visa holders, as uh, I understand it from stories overnight, racing into the U.S. while the court has some issue with that ban.
1: Yeah, the, the report uh, that I have said visa holders from seven Muslim-majority countries who were turned away from the U.S. due to Trump's travel ban, are racing to enter the U.S. through the window opened by legal challenges. What concerns me about this situation is that they're flooding the airlines, people from Syria, Iran, Iraq, Libya, Somalia and Yemen. And uh, I would think if I was organising terrorism, I'd be trying to get my would-be terrorist onto a flight as quickly as possible. And so I'm praying that uh, there won't be uh, violence in the United States over the next couple of weeks from a uh, would-be terrorist getting into America uh, when the vetting situation is not as serious as it could be.
0: And, Ron, let's harken back to a scandal from last year. And uh, it's perhaps a strong word to use, but I think that's the way a lot of people describe it. The idea... Uh, that World Vision in Gaza had been funneling some level of funding through to uh, people that would be uh, renowned to be terrorists in Gaza. Uh, The World Vision director is now denying that the terror group in Gaza had been funded to the tune of uh, something in the vicinity of £38 million. Uh, What's the latest on that whole scandal?
1: Yeah, he pleaded not guilty to siphoning off £38 million in donations and government funding to the terror group Hamas. Mohammed El halabi was joined in a Jerusalem court for the trial by some of his colleagues from World Vision Gaza, which says it continues to support their work Israel's internal security agency claims Al-Halabi received military and organisational training in the early 2000s, and was planted at World Vision in 2005. The Shin Bet uh, alleges donations to World Vision paid for the salaries of high-profile Hamas officials, while almost £70,000 of British money was wrongly spent on a Hamas military base in 2015. It's been claimed he created fictitious humanitarian projects and increased costs in other projects so he could send money to terrorists. World Vision stressed, uh, they stressed in a public statement, that it has not seen any credible evidence supporting the charges. After pleading not guilty, a judge remanded Al Halliby in custody. And so
0: that case continues. Well, I remember when that news broke last year that World Vision was in uh, significant damage control and uh, certainly good to see that things are being dealt with and dealt with uh, by the courts in Israel and let's hope for a good outcome, Ron.
1: Well, well, Uh, World Vision said it's been forced to suspend its work in Gaza because of his arrest and he'll appear again in court on February 23. Yeah.
0: Well, Ron, always good getting your updates, Uh, breaking news out of Israel and the Middle East and uh, another great crop of stories there to report today. And thank you so much for being with us on 2020. Thank you, Neil.
1: Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported.